It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, June 30th, 2016. We have about a dozen vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have northwest winds 10 to 15 knots gusting to 20 in the afternoon. And today we'll talk about the sad dilemma of a blue whale off the coast of California and the tragic phenomenon called ghost fishing. But first, let's take a look at today's Columbia River ship schedule. We have four inbounders, we have three in the Astoria anchorage, and we have six outbound vessels heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Frosty. She's a fish processor that comes into the river fairly often. She heads to the port of Astoria to um, Bornstein Seafoods. Um, that's where she usually ties up and uh, brings in her catch. So she will probably arrive there at the port of Astoria at about 8.30 a.m. The Ruby Inda is a bulk carrier arriving from China. She's headed for Astoria's anchorage. She's a, a frequent visitor to our waters. She's heading upriver to pick up wheat at some point, but right now she'll arrive in the anchorage around 12.30 p.m. The Santa Serena arrives from Japan. She's a bulk carrier headed for Longview to pick up logs. She'll pass Astoria around 6.30 p.m. and arrive in Longview around 10 p.m. The Global Trinity is another bulker arriving from Japan, headed for Astoria's Anchorage as well, but she's headed up to um, the port of Portland to pick up potash at some point, but look for her arriving in the Anchorage off Astoria at around 9.30 p.m. Also in the Astoria Anchorage, we have the Tiger Pioneer. She's headed for Kalama today to pick up wheat. She'll be leaving around 4 p.m. Look for her in Kalama around 9 o'clock this evening. The Nicoline Bulker is at the port of Astoria loading logs. And we have the Madeleine. She's a bulk carrier awaiting orders off the downtown waterfront in Astoria in the Anchorage. For our outbounders today, we have the CSL Frontier, Canadian Shipping Lines. She's leaving Rainier with gypsum on board, leaving around 12.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 4 p.m. And uh, if, I, if I am correct about this, she'll go out of the river, make a right, so to speak, and head north to Puget Sound, perhaps go to Tacoma and then even up into Canada to, to deliver uh, some cargo at Tacoma, maybe pick up some more cargo at a Canadian port uh, in the, up in that area. Our next outbounder is the Star Lindeness. She's leaving Vancouver with copper concentrate on board around 12.30 p.m. That would put her past Astoria around 6.30 p.m. The Eastern Asia is heading out of Longview with, I think, bentonite clay on board, leaving around 2.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m. The Altia R is heading out of Vancouver, I think copper concentrate on board there too, leaving around 6 p.m., passing Astoria around midnight. And uh, the Maple Star is heading out of Vancouver also with that same cargo, uh, leaving around 6.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound, maybe around 12.30 a.m. on Friday morning. And the James Bay heads out of Longview with logs around 1 a.m. on Friday, and you might see her pass Astoria early on Friday morning, maybe around 7 a.m. In our marine weather forecast, we have uh, on the Columbia River Bar this morning, combined seas 2 to 4 feet through early tomorrow, and seas will temporarily build to 5 feet, possibly with breakers later on in the day during those max ebb current times I'm always telling you about. We have one happening around 2 p.m. and another around 2.45 a.m. on Friday. Overall, in our marine weather forecast, we have wind waves from the northwest 3 feet high at 4 seconds apart, west swells 3 feet at 7 seconds apart, and patchy drizzle is possible this morning. Well, I have kind of a sad dilemma that I want to talk with you about today. Um, there was a news story in the news over the past couple of days about uh, researchers and rescue crews trying to 
get near to a blue whale, a big blue whale, blue whale, well, all blue whales are big, but this one's about 80 feet long, that is tangled in fishing gear. There's fishing gear wrapped around in its mouth and around its tail, and it's dragging about 200 feet of fishing line and nets and other things, crabbing gear, it looks like, caught in this whale's body. And uh, crews have been trying to, they've seen it, they've tried about six times to free the whale from all this junk that's attached to it. And now the whale has has dived again, and they, at least the last uh, account that I read of it online, they don't know where the whale is right now, and they can't help it. So they're trying to get near it. Efforts are continuing in that um, in that vein. But I, I wanted to talk with you about a li- little bit more about this story and uh, tell you about the phenomenon called ghost fishing that is very sad and very widespread in the ocean, just junk out there snagging living things in the ocean. Here's a little bit more about that story from a United Press International piece that I found online. Rescuers have been attempting to save the life of a blue whale tangled in a fishing net off the southern California coast. The um, whale was first spotted by a local whale watching group near Dana Point, California, dragging crab lines. Um, blue whales typically swim further from the shoreline, and so they don't often aren't, aren't seen anyway tangled in these fishing lines. Um, so this this brings up the phenomenon of ghost fishing, which is sea creatures of all kinds, fish, crabs, um, and certainly whales getting tangled and killed by discarded fishing gear. It's a worldwide problem, and this year alone, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, has tracked 40 whale entanglements since January. And that's just the ones that we can see. Those are just the ones that come near shore, that come up and people see them. Sometimes whales seem to be seeking help from people to get the, to get this fishing gear off them since they can't remove it themselves. Um, we probably see only a fraction of the animals affected by this because they're mostly underwater. Um, And the gear is mostly discarded by big commercial fishing operations worldwide and other countries as well um, that let gear go in the water when they don't need it anymore or it gets damaged. I've read um, accounts um, by uh, groups called Sea Sea Shepherd that have found, you know, 10 miles of fishing gear discarded in parts of the world that's just hanging there in the water and uh, creatures come along and swim into it and die. a little bit about what's being done about this um, through the f- something called the Fishing for Energy Partnership. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, National Fish and Wildlife Foundation, Covanta Cov- Energy Corpora- Corporation, and Schnitzer Steel Industries have uh, um, ha- created a program called the NOAA Marine De- Debris Program where people can dispose of old, derelict, and unusable fishing gear and reduce the um, the potential for people just throwing this stuff overboard. So um, it's a free of charge program. You can probably find it on the NOAA website. The program has collected more than 2.0 million pounds of gear from 41 locations across the United States. But this is just the U.S. This is happening all over the world. And uh, so, you know, I wish I could say there was an easy fix for this, but it's part of the worldwide problem of junk in the ocean you know, most of us don't throw stuff out the windows of our cars anymore the way we did when in the 50s when I was growing up. When you just threw stuff out the window, people didn't think. The ocean is the same way. You know, throwing things overboard just doesn't work. And we're seeing the tragic consequences in this story about this gigantic blue whale that 
um, unless it, it is patient enough and understanding enough to slow down and let those people help it, it probably will die stuck to all that fishing gear. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>